Good morning, everyone. We're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. Our scripture this morning comes from the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 23, beginning in verse 14. The Bible says, And David was then in an hold, and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me drink of the water by the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. And the three men break through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof, but poured it out unto the Lord. And he said, Be it far from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is not this the blood of the men that went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore, he would not drink it. These things did these three mighty men. I want you to see first of all the longing, the longing David had for what he once had. Here he is, he's held up in a cave. He is held up, he's got an army of Philistines. He had slew Goliath and at some point before he come onto the throne, they got mad, they decided they wanted to try to stop him and here he is, he's held up, he can't get back to this fresh water. I believe he might have had some water but it might have been some water that he had had for a while. I don't know how long he was held up, but nevertheless, here he is. At some point, he remembers that water that he once had. As a child, when I went and visited my grandparents on Spring Creek in North Carolina, back in the mountains, they had spring water run into the kitchen there, and you could go get that tin ladle, and you could drink that water. And I still today remember how refreshing that was and it's natural to have a longing sometimes for something that you once had and david here he had that longing oh that we as a church we'd get the longing some of you remember the services that we once had when we used to come to church and it wasn't just a production it wasn't about who was the most talented it wasn't about just how smart the pastor was or who was preaching but it was about jesus it was about our blessed Savior. Let's not forget the source, the source of our salvation. This well was at Bethlehem where our Savior was born. In John 4, 14, Jesus told the woman at the well, whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Revelation twenty two seventeen says, the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. I'm glad that we have a whosoever will gospel. We have a whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm glad this water, this fresh, pure water, this gospel is available for all. Let's not forget the source of our salvation. Let's not forget the source of of our joy. Let's remember this source was at the gate. Jesus is described as the gate in Psalm 119 20. In John 10 9, Jesus says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy. I come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. We have that longing for what we once had, but let's look at the loss. We need to realize what we've lost. We need to realize we have lost something. These men here, they were close enough 
to hear David's words. They weren't distracted by what was going on outside. They weren't distracted by what was going on back at their house. They was close to the king. I don't believe this was a command. I don't believe he ever intended for anybody to go get that water, but they were close enough. These men were close enough to hear the longing of David for this fresh, cool water from the well at Bethlehem. James 4, 8 says, Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. We need some people today in the church. We need some Christians today that are cleansing their hearts, that are purifying their hearts, that are wanting to get closer to Jesus, that are wanting to have a relationship with him, that are wanting to hear his words. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. I'm glad we have a God that wants to have a relationship with us. I'm glad we have a God. We don't have to wait till Sunday morning for the pastor to open up the word, to meet with God, to hear what God says. I'm glad he's given us the word of God. We can open up the Bible anytime. We can read his word and get something from him. The sweet Holy Spirit can reveal his word, can give us a little nugget, something to be excited about. We can pray. We can talk to him anytime. I'm glad we have a God that wants to have a relationship with him. We should be close enough to him that we realize when we've lost something. We realize when we've missed something, we should have a desire to get back to that place where we know. I want you to see these men, they were loyal enough that they desired to please their king. They desired to do something. I don't believe that they went and did this with a look at me attitude. I don't believe they had a begrudged spirit about having to do this, but I believe whenever they heard David's longing, they had a desire in their heart. They wanted to please him. They wanted to do something for him. Jesus said in John eight twenty nine, the father hath not left me alone that I do always those things that please him. It should be our heart's desire. It should be our desi deepest desire, our deepest longing. We should want to please our God, to please our Lord. First Thessalonians 2, 4 tells us we are allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, not as pleasing men, but pleasing God. It, many times today we have people that are men pleasers. They want men to be happy. Now, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I want people to like me. As a pastor, I want the members of my church, my congregation, I want them to like me. But at the end of the day, when I lay down at night, I want the Lord. I want God to be pleased with me. I want Him to be happy with my service of Him. I want Him to be happy with the message I preach. I want Him to be happy with the life I live. Oh, that we have some men, that we have some Christians that are loyal enough to God, they're loyal enough to our their king to have that desire to please him. Oh, that they would be brave enough. These men were brave enough to obey at any cost. They risked their very life. They risked everything they had. They risked everything they had to please David. They could have been killed. It was such a dangerous thing they did. But what did they do? They went and they did it. Anyway, in Second Samuel 24 and uh, verse 24, David went to buy a threshing floor. He went to buy to 
built an altar for the Lord. And when he offered to buy it, they the man he went to buy it from, he said, I'll just, I'll just give it to you. Since it's for the Lord with what you're doing, I'll just give it to you. And today we'd be very tempted to take that. But David said, nay, but I will surely buy it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings unto the Lord, my God, of that which doth cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver so many times. So many times we want to give the Lord out of our spare time. We want to give him out of our spare change, whatever we have left over, but that we would have, we would have some people that we would be a people that was willing to give God everything. That was willing to risk our very life, whatever, whatever you want, Lord, it belongs to you. These men, they were willing to risk everything to please their King. We need to have that bravery. We need to be willing to say, you know what, Lord, if I die, I die. But Lord, above all, I want to please you. I want you, Lord, to be happy with my life, for you to be happy with my service of you. Luke 9.24 says, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. Oh, that we have the courage of Esther, as she said, if I die, I die. But... For such a time as this, as Mordecai told her, for such a time as this, I believe today as Christians we're here for such a time as this. Last of all, I want you to see the lives, the lives of these men poured out before the Lord. When David poured out the water to the Lord, he showed his men that they were all servants. See, these men, they thought they went, they went to get this water, they went to bless David, their king, but in doing that, they bless God. God. David poured it out before the Lord. When we serve others, let's remember we offer sacrifice to a holy God when we do others. The Bible tells us in Matthew 25, 40, And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, And as much as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it to me. We should be a people of service. We should be a people of that live to serve others. David's mighty men. We have a list of 30 mighty men here. I don't believe that they served the king begrudgingly. Paul said, If I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice in you with you all. It should be a joy. It should be a happy thing to serve God. Let's remember when we serve others, when we serve others, we offer sacrifice to him. I challenge you today as you look at this, if you go back and you read in Second Samuel this passage in chapter number 23, you'll see that there was various men of the 30 mighty men listed. We may not today be able to be part of the first three. If you can't be part of the first three, let's be part of the second three. If you can't be part of the second three, let's make sure we're part of the 30. Oh, that we'd have a people that would have a desire, that would have a longing, that would be mighty men for God. We all have individual gifts. We all have individual talents. Let's make a commitment today to use them sacrificially, to use them all, to give everything to our Lord. Lord, this tell us what you want us to do. Tell us how you want us to live. Tell us how you want us to serve, Lord. It would be my honor. 
be my honor, Lord, to serve you, to give you all, to bring you, Lord, to bring you glory. Amen. I pray that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you. If you don't have a home church, we'd love to invite you to join us at Riverside Baptist Church, 871 Riverside Drive, Asheville, North Carolina. We have a children's church kids camp and Sunday school classes at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. Our worship hour starts at 11. We have a going deeper Bible study and prayer meeting Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. We'd love to see you there sometime. God bless.